0: I'm Alana Broca with a brief look at the latest news in Texas politics and policy from the Texas Tribune. Under a longstanding court settlement, the government cannot detain migrant children for more than 20 days in unlicensed facilities. A recent appeals court ruling could allow the state to license the family detention center in Dilley, the largest facility of its kind in the country, about an hour southwest of San Antonio and another in Carnes County. That could mean migrant families might be held there indefinitely. Some top Texas politicians, including Attorney General Ken Paxton, have applauded the court's ruling, saying it would allow the state to provide greater oversight and keep migrant children safe. But immigration lawyers and advocates say those detention centers are no place for kids. Today on TexasTribune.org, migrant families detail what life is like inside these facilities. And while you're on our site, read about what's next for the immigration center in Torneo, Texas. The Tribune's El Paso bureau chief, Julian Aguilar, reports that even though the contract for the 10th city is set to expire, there's no word on whether the Trump administration plans to keep the site open into the new year. Torneo holds youths age 17 or younger. Before they can be released to a U.S. sponsor, those adults need to be vetted. But just last week, a report from the Office of the Inspector General confirmed media reports that employees at the facility did not undergo FBI background checks. The OIG confirms it is working with the FBI and the Texas Department of Public Safety to conduct such background checks on all current and future employees. Ted Cruz, the junior senator from Texas, has endorsed his senior counterpart, John Cornyn, for reelection in 2020. Cornyn is seeking a fourth term in the U.S. Senate. The pair appeared in a two-minute video Friday talking about their teamwork to represent Texas in Washington. I'm proud to have Ted's support, but we still have a lot of work to do. So I hope you'll join all of us as we keep fighting for our conservative agenda and keep Texas red. Cruz declined to back Cornyn in 2014 when he faced a primary challenge from then-U.S. Representative Steve Stockman. Cruz said at the time that he was not getting involved in primaries involving his fellow senators. Two years later, Cornyn similarly took a pass on endorsing Cruz for another term. Then in September 2017, Cornyn reversed course and supported Cruz, who faced a serious challenge from Democrat Beto O'Rourke. Post-election campaign finance reports published at the tail end of last week Show the El Paso congressman ultimately raised more than $80 million and spent nearly all of it, leaving about a half million dollars in the bank. Cruz's final tally was less than half a works haul, about $39 million, and came through his campaign as well as two affiliated groups. Cruz also disclosed getting $260,000 in loans the day before the election and incurring an additional $100,000 in debt. The U.S. Senate race between Cruz and O'Rourke is a big reason Texas saw the nation's sixth highest voter turnout increase in the 2018 midterms. Democrats fielded candidates in every Texas congressional district for the first time in well over a decade. That, coupled with two weeks of early voting, helped facilitate higher turnout. But data from the United States Elections Project shows Texas still lagged behind most other states in overall voter turnout. I'm Alana Rocha with the Texas Tribune. You've been briefed. The brief is sponsored by AIM. AIM provides jargonless special education support to figure out why learners are struggling. We are the experts in special education. Learn more at AIMLLCconsulting.com.